Welcome to the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I am Allison Katzkowski, your host. Thank you so much for tuning in to check out exactly what we're talking about. Self-care means so many things to people. It's one of the reasons I decided to start this show. And you'll hear self-care discussed from a number of different angles in this space. I am grateful to have you with me, and I hope you get a lot out of what I'm going to share with you today. Hey, everyone, it's Allison Katzkowski. Thank you again for tuning in to today's edition of the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I am your host. I am really excited about my guest today. And obviously, if you listen to me, you know I'm always excited about my guests. But but I am talking to Richard Blank today, who you got to brace yourself. Hold on to your chair when I say this. He is the CEO of Costa Rica's call center and has the largest pinball machine and jukebox collection in Costa Rica as well. And I'll let him talk about that as well. We're going to have a really interesting conversation about communication, about how to follow your dreams, and a whole number of things that so many people don't think about that have to do with self-care. Richard, thank you so much for joining me today. Hey, Allison. I'm so happy to be here with you and your amazing audience on the ultimate journey of self-care. I got a ton of things to share today. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So, all right. So before we get into our convo, I'd love for you to kind of, I know we were talking about this before we got on the air, but I would love for you to tell my audience a little bit just about you and your background and kind of what brought you to do what you do today. It's a very interesting story. Well, it's actually a journey. That's why I'm on this podcast today. The journey began in Northeast Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. When I graduated Abington High School back in 91, I just dated myself. I I love Spanish. So I doubled down on my favorite class, decided to go to the University of Arizona, be a Spanish communication major and really refine those skills and be marketable. When I was 27, I had a one in a million opportunity to move to Costa Rica for just two months work at my friend's call center, teach them English and and chill out for a little bit. Little did I know (laughs) that I worked for my friend's center for four years, learned the business from the inside out. And in my mid thirties, threw my hat in the ring and started my own call center. And my friend, Allison, we just celebrated our 15th year in business. Fantastic. I love that. I love that. I, I can really identify with that because when I finished grad school at East Carolina University in Greenville, back around the same time that you were in college too, um, my plan was to get a little experience and go work in corporate fitness because there we studied several corporate fitness programs in school and I just knew that I wanted to be the one to help people not only live a healthy and fit life, but to have that translate over into their career as well. And after just a couple of years of doing corporate fitness work in the the Raleigh area, which is where I live, I decided to go out on my own as well. But that's a whole nother story. So um, so tell me a little bit then about what you do every day. Uh, Well, I definitely get up and make my bed, hit the gym, drive my convertible to work and listen to In Excess. (laughs) Love it. When I I show up to work, (laughs) well, I'm expected to walk roads give positive reinforcement, listen to some QA calls and give some great coaching and suggestions and play pinball with my agents in the game room on their break time. And it was the most important thing is creating an environment where people do not feel expendable. Mm-hmm. And I take a call center job a certain way because it earns more than most vocations in Costa Rica. I know Allison in the United States, people see the Wolf of Wall Street and Boiler Room and Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross and and all these movies that glamorizes telemarketing. And yes, there's a definite art to speech. There's rhetoric and amazing delivery. 
Plus, you can wear a three-piece like myself. But there's also a lot of people that earn an amazing living making and receiving phone calls for all different types of verticals. It's just not selling stock. Yeah, They can retain a client. They can get an upsell, get a referral, even an exit interview mm-hmm. to improve the performance of a company. So, so what do we do every day? Well, I work with dedicated agents. I'm a nearshore center, so I'm close to the United States, the proxy mix there. And, and they're bilingual and they're college educated. They have an amazing skill set where they can handle customer support or outbound lead generation, appointment setting sales. There's back office support, customer support. But the one thing I shy against and I, I really don't like to do is omni-channel non-voice support. I, I believe that when you force a client to communicate via emails and chat, you're, you're really taking away uh-huh. from that sort of core relationship. Yeah. No, I completely agree with you. I think there's a lot of missed opportunities and, you know, for lack of a better way to say it, statements and things that can be completely misconstrued when you just see it in an email or in a text message, right? It really does not replace human conversation and human connection, which, you know, are two things that I think people are, people want more of, even if they don't really know it yet. Also depends on the stage of the relationship. If you and I have known each other for 10 years, we can almost answer with one word or just an emoji. Yeah, <laughs> but if you're, correct. If you're building a relationship, you need to rake. You need mm-hmm. to figure out where the stimulation is, where people pay attention to it. And also there's boundaries. And so I guess when you're speaking with somebody, the best thing to do is to be very engaged, do active listening, do a lot of clarification questions. Mm-hmm. Just because if they can explain it a second way, then it's very clear. You can get more fact than feeling. Also, it shows engagement. People like those sort of things. I believe in name drops for transitional sentences, for questions. I'd love to say, Allison, that makes sense, doesn't it? Or Allison, sounds good, right? And I'd get that clarification. I believe in personal pronouns. Since calls may be non-visual, you might want to say your or are just to get their attention. Right. 30 second deal. Pause before names and numbers. There's trigger words, there's spikes. And so there's a phonetic dance that you can do on the phone site on scene to engage and have these 30 second to two minute intervals where you're still gaining that past the pitch. We believe, Allison, in positive escalations. It's the greatest tool. If a gatekeeper assists you in passing the call to a decision maker, mention that verbally and definitely do it in writing. Because when I happen to call the ultimate journey of self-care back and your amazing assistant answers the phone, they'll remember me, they'll thank me, they'll add momentum, they'll tell me all the goodies about your company and what your extension is, your schedule and promotions, and just really being my ally prior to any sort of contracts that uh-huh. they're in. Good faith goes such a long way. Out. It does. It does. And really, a lot of what you're describing is more than just communication. It's it's really just treating other people with, a, with decency, right? And with um, honesty in a kind way, because there's, Lord knows, that's missing a lot in the world today. We can look at it one or two ways. You could be that individual that has just that tough chin or someone could take things personal. There yeah. are ways to manipulate a conversation to readjust tones mm-hmm. and do it on how fast you speak and your speaking levels. That's number one. You don't need to mirror image you yelling at me. I can readjust that way. 
instead of using words like help, which could potentially provoke an ego defense, as earlier I was using words like assist, guide, lend a hand, those are adjustments, strategic and diplomatic words to calm you down. And, and finally, if we need to do code red, Allison, and you have the luxury of time, why don't you write a draft, not send it? Why don't you sleep on it? In my case, play pinball, wash the convertible and go to the gym on it. So maybe uh -huh. the following day, yeah. I might excuse myself for overextending myself or, 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 or not taking your feelings or your thoughts or, or just you. Yeah. Full consideration. And so I've been able to reset relationships given that time. No, I love that because again, you're, you know, I think we focus too, and I just want to circle back to this real quick while it's in my brain, but you know, I think we we focus a lot on what's said in a conversation. And I think oftentimes there are opportunities and what's not said for us to either, number one, direct the conversation in another way, which, you know, who knows, could actually get us more of what we want for, you know, so that both people walk away satisfied. Or number two, that it could give us an opportunity to really reframe things, particularly if the conversation is not going in the direction that we want. And this goes beyond business. This is really just how we can connect better as human beings, which can ultimately not just help with our energy management in general, but with how we show up to our lives every day. Oh, definitely. You know, the best thing is, is micro-expression reading. They write books about it and have shows about it. You can read body language, but if you don't have that luxury, I was, you know, explaining ways just over the phone, but yeah. Um, why don't we do this? If you know somebody well, take into consideration what's happening outside the office, but if it's not, and it's literally just a one-time interaction and you just want to see to get a converted call or just a conclusion, there are certain swords you can fall upon. Do you understand that? Where you're yeah. not going to kill the call. You're not going to ruin your credentials. You could almost maintain the rhythm mm -hmm. and the pace. And then you could also really show, you know, that wasn't my fault that your dog's barking in the background. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, right. connection. So there, there are techniques we do like an anchoring technique, Allison. So I can meet to you. So if your dog is barking like crazy or your cell phone connection's bad, but we use the dog. I will inadvertently and passive aggressively let you know I love dogs, but then I'm not going to be, you know, coy about it. I'm going to definitely say, what's the dog's name? What's its breed? And how old's your puppy? Because you know the yeah. puppy's old. And so that's an excellent way. Look how I super readjusted the tone. Yes. yes. Barking dog could have killed the call, yelling, screaming, cursing. I'm good. Thanks to five minutes about fluffy, anchoring, laughing, having fun. And forget me buying 30 seconds. You just gave me 10 minutes to lose. <laughs> I might as yeah. well listen my tie and, and walk you <laughs> to the end. Well, of this and I also think too, that it's, it's showing empathy and compassion to other people. Oh, Allison, you're a painting. You're not a print. This is real, Allison. Yeah. Yeah. This is not just hedging me and saying, oh, okay, thanks. And continuing. Oh, no, there was a there was a sign there. There was a gift. There was a tell sign. Yeah. The doggy dog. You know, she loves the dog. Why don't you stop, drop and roll? Yeah. <laughs> it's right there. Yeah. Well, you know, what? what's the what's the saying that is often mentioned? Um, it's about you know, you'll get more people interested in you by showing interest in them rather than you telling them about yourself, right? Selected interest. You can't be choosing things on the wall you know absolutely nothing about. Yes. Very selective. And I try to use things at a 12-year-old level because if I can look at it super cool, 
you know, he does too. <laughs> and so yeah. I could say, hey, man, I could totally see you winning that soapbox derby back in 1986. And then he's like, you're the only one who talked about that. That little dusty thing in the back corner, like Indiana Jones. That's why he chose that cup. She's yeah. the one that nobody chooses. The other stuff is way in your face. Oh, no. I want the one that really represents you. I'll look at that coin that you have on the corner and ask yeah. about that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, because at the end of the day, I think, you know, we not only we it's not it's not just that we want recognition, but we want to be we want to feel valued. And really in having a good conversation with someone that's not just respectful and compassionate, you're really giving somebody that, which is a is a great way not just for you to show your self-respect, because, you know, personally, I believe nice people will treat other people nicely, right? You know, people who are troubled will often reflect those feelings and actions and decisions onto other people, too. You could use it both ways. Yeah. You can either absorb it or you can reflect, uh, deflect it. But how about this? At least someone's sharing something with me. Yes. So if they're comfortable enough to disclose their thoughts, I can't judge. I, I, I will at the end and I'll explain why. But I, I like to understand and, and put myself in their shoes. And then if somebody is, as you were mentioning, the latter, the one that's lashing out could be negative. That's the super cry for help. And, and I've seen certain wrestling moves where someone can use their weight against themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And so why don't we do this? Instead of picking you apart at the moment, why don't we use the luxury of the Allison track record? You're doing three today. Allison, you did 44 the other day. So I'm going to use the mirror against you. I'm going to use your best day against you. I'm going to use your best friends against you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to show you who you were when you wanted to be. And yeah. this is severely out of character for you now. And as my, my mother used to say as a child, which made me feel guilty, I'm not angry at you. I'm disappointed in you. And that that's a twisted knife. That would hurt worse than being. Absolutely. I could not agree more. When I would hear that as a, as a child or as a teenager, I was like, oh boy. You want to use really it, or not <laughs> use it? Right. Oh, I pull that sword out of my, <laughs> that, that comes out. I'm going to call you out. And maybe by calling the balls and the strikes, Allison, you might respect me as a friend and as a colleague, because I really call it as it is. Yes. And I want you to same. be better. I so do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think we do anybody any favors when we're not honest with them. I think so many people go through their whole lives by kind of doing this dance where it's like they're either wearing a mask or they're you know, doing this dance like they're trying to be somebody that they're not or they're trying to say things that they really don't mean because they're really afraid to say what's really on their mind. It's just a real shame. Life is too short for that. Well, first, I wore a suit on this. I know you can't see me today, and you just made me feel bad. No, I'm only kidding. Touche. <laughs> um, <laughs> why do people wear their mask? And then, and that's okay. It's just society expectations. And, and it's really just about being true to oneself. But um, I don't know. I, I, I think it's a shame that somebody cannot follow through on some of the things that they had chosen to do earlier in life, even if it's just learning an instrument, a second language or making a new friend. But um, these are the sort of things I try to reinforce here in regards to self-confidence, self-reliance with the agents. Yeah. And so it's just by knowing their names and working with them and getting excited like I do, for some odd reason, this castle seems to grow. Well, and it's like, you know, when you want to, sh- 
when you're kind to other people and show compassion and respect, you you can't help for some of that to rub off onto them. Yes. You know what was easy for me? It, it, it's almost like people say, oh, I was the best listener because well, people like to talk. And so when they're talking, I would just give checkpoints. So you did say ABC. Oh, you were fired seven months ago. right? And Billy never picked you up on Thursday. So, I mean, at least I'm showing that. And, and the best friends are the ones that remember things about you. Yes. You were mentioning having nice conversations and I don't need to know your entire life story, but if you just told me, you know, where you're from and where you went to school and what you studied or just taking that sort of interest, it's, that's a nice thing. It's an authentic thing. It, it really yes. shows sincerity at the moment. That's all. Yeah. Well, and I just, I think when people know and make the connection that you're listening, you know, a lot of times they'll share with you way more than you could ever expect. And then you can have your, put your, have yourself be in a position where whatever you say, you know, or whatever act or, you know, act, action you choose or decision you make can be all the difference for them. That's one of the reasons I do what I do. Hey, Allison, they say that either priests or bartenders or even perfect strangers are somebody the greatest people to cry a shoulder upon and, and, and to talk to because there's, they don't know you. There's no judgment. Yeah. They're not going to make a phone call to somebody. Yeah. I, I'm not going to give a specific, but you know, there was a time when one of my pets died and I was at the vet and it was something where it wasn't the vet, but it was the woman that was in the waiting room with me when I was by myself and possibly the most vulnerable. And I never met this woman before. And I explained how much I loved my rabbit. His name was Minnie Bell and how much I cared for the bunnies. And I don't know what she said or what she did, but she asked if I wanted a hug. And I don't think I ever wanted a hug more in my entire life. Yeah. And then yep. I started crying and the hug got stronger and then we, we must have bonded. And, and I know where she works. She owns like this, this panaderia. She works in town. And so I stopped by a couple of weeks later <laughs> and I met her son and I said, would you please tell your mother in the back? I was the gentleman with the rabbit. And then she came out and I said in front of her son, how amazing your mother is. And she was there at a moment that I needed somebody so bad. And um, a stranger turned into a very close friend to where when I drive past now, there's always waves and smiles. And so that came out of it. And, and strangers yes. can be there for you. And trust me, I want to hug somebody one day who lost their rabbit. Anyone that does that, I'm there for you. Call me. Yeah, of course. Well, it's just, it's such a beautiful example of, you know, not just creating a safe space, which the more we sit here and we talk about these things, that's what's really coming up for me that you help your clients do and you help people in your company do is you create a safe environment through conversation and through a variety of different, you know, techniques and whatever that that really help people feel safe and confident. You're really holding space. You're teaching people to hold space. That's a really cool thing. How to follow those labor laws. And my clients sometimes don't understand that. So there are certain hours a week they can work, the benefits they get and the and what we can do. Yeah. And so I, I try to, once again, benefit of the doubt, water on the face, five-minute Pac-Man game to try to reset you. Yeah. And if somebody is self-destructive and they don't come to work, they don't make their calls, they're not coachable, not me, the coach, which is my client, is going to ask to cut them from the team. And, and I believe in right bus, right seat. But my man, if you're not even helping the bus. <laughs> I don't even yeah. want you on the bus. And yeah. so, um, you know, 
credit is where credit's due. You mentioned yeah. earlier about leaving something on the table. This is a, besides a working relationship, this is a financial security and stability relationship. I'm only as stable as you yeah. coming to work. Well, and it's also about energy too. It's about making sure the energy bus is moving in the right direction as well, because then everybody benefits. Oh, of course. Besides pizza parties and popcorn Fridays in my game room. I was going to say, let's not forget the jukebox and the pinball machines. Okay. Right. That eases them. It puts them in a groove. It reminds them like Willy Wonka that there is chocolate in a factory. Yeah. And they can use it at any time. It shows how I treat them, treat myself. And when my clients visit, why don't they have those? Yeah. So I've got a cool invitation for you. Ever since the pandemic turned the health and fitness and wellness industry on its collective head, what I'm feeling called to do now is to help health and fitness entrepreneurs build and innovate and grow in their businesses. And I've opened up a brand new community on Facebook, and I would love for you to come over and join me there. So if you are a business owner, if you are working on a brand new idea, if you're developing a new product, or if you're feeling called to serve at a higher level within the health and fitness and wellness space in the collective, I want to invite you to come over and join me there. Join me over in my Innovate and Grow for fitness and wellness professionals in the coaching space on Facebook. I would love to have you there. We've got lots of really fun things going on in there. I've got my weekly live show that I do every Wednesday at noon where I give away real informative business tips, the real stuff, folks. This isn't just some cheesy sales strategy. Come over and join me and innovate and grow for fitness and health wellness entrepreneurs on Facebook so that you don't miss any of the action. I will see you there. So let me just, let me, I'm just, let, let me just ask you kind of an off the wall question. Well, it's not really off the wall, but I just think it needs to be said. Why do you think so many people struggle with being able to either number one, have a good conversation where you're able, actually able to walk away, not just with what you really want, but what you really need? And two, why do you think people have a story that they can't do that? Well, I like due diligence. Can I give simple, simple examples? How you Absolutely. I- the simpler, the better. We, re- we researched one another prior to the podcast, got excited. There's a thousand things to choose from. We felt we chose the best ones. And prior to calling a company, I like to look at a LinkedIn profile or website. And I mentioned earlier about scanning rooms and seeing that Indiana Jones <laughs> thing to get you out of the out of the cave and to really spark interest. There's there's so many gifts that people will give you in regards to photographs and company culture. And even when you look at LinkedIn profiles, how far back do they go? Uh-huh. Do you want to talk about their high school, where they grew up? Those are fun things if you know things about that. But um, due diligence can assist you in adding momentum, reducing any sort of fear, stress, or unknown, and increasing your odds by at least 60%. You're not going to bat a thousand, but my goodness gracious, you're bringing, it's like carrot top. You got a big box of goodies and you just go throw a thousand things out there till one thing hits with the audience. And, And why don't people have stories with these things? Well, I'm sure they do, but these are stories they don't want to tell you. Yeah. These are the stories of when they crashed and burned and someone hung up. Well, that's very interesting because, Allison, you could ask me, and I would love to tell you about a couple stories of where by default, I didn't get the account. It wasn't because I didn't want it. I don't do 24-7. We don't speak Chinese here. 
Yeah. And I can't match the rates of India and the Philippines of offshore. Yeah. 99 out of your 100 questions, you want to work with me, but that one thing I can't do. And those are the stories I share with you on how I failed and why I failed. Yeah. And realizing there was a point of where, as you mentioned, my friend, we were not both leaving something on the table. I, I felt there was too much leverage on your side or it's a seller. The agents would just never want to take it. Yeah. So no one's showing up for your account and then you're angry. So, so ethically, I have to have no surprises and lay it out there. I'm not a devil's advocate. I've been in business for 15 years. Yeah. I got to let you know. Well, and I love that because but I think you're not really doing people any favors when you're not being honest. But I'm just I'm thinking more about, you know, the stranger you might meet on the street or the conversation that you might have with, you know, somebody else, maybe a friend, maybe it's a casual acquaintance. And it's it's almost like some people don't know how to have a good conversation or don't even know how to start. Well, you got to find the thing in common. Mm-hmm. I always like, you know, say nice weather today, right? That's like a joke where it's really boring, but obviously it's a very yeah, thing right. Somebody. Or, or, you know, today, or right? how about whatever your sports team is? How, the, how about the Eagles? Wow. What a great season, right? Like if it's me, for an example, and I see someone doing the mean Joe Green Coca-Cola drink, you know, where he's putting it down on a hot day, I'll walk up and say, you know what? That Coca, that ice cream looks so tasty. <laughs> yeah. Like that. Right. Right. Or wow. Like, that's you know, you're right. That, what, I go, what did, did you, you buy that? Eat there? It looks so good. Tell me about it. Right. It looks just so tasty and you overdo the tasty because you look like you're enjoying yourself, Allison. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, my I wife that. says that when she buys me ice cream and I'm standing in line at the movies, like I, I move back and forth. I don't know, like an 80s dance where you don't know how to dance. You know, you're yeah. doing this, this side slide. She goes, Why do you keep moving with the ice cream? I go, I don't know. It's some kind of, it just tastes so good. She goes, Stop moving. <laughs> Can't help it. <laughs> you're like, um, Because you I'm having a good time, right? So, Allison, you put chocolate jimmies on top, then I'm dancing. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Love it. So, Let's say someone out there is listening. Well, there's lots of people listening, okay? But let's just say that, you know, someone out there is really, this is really landing for them in terms of just a little, you know, there's so many golden nuggets that you've shared, so many, you know, takeaways in terms of just not just human connection, but, and how to direct a conversation, but really like, it's like what I was saying, like being able to give someone something that they're really not expecting, you know? But let's say someone out there, this is really landing for them, and they're ready to start with some simple tips today for themselves. What would you recommend? Well, the advice that I shared today, in my opinion, were self-care areas that did not compromise ethics, Mm -hmm. values, or morals. I'm just asking you not to be aggressive or passive, yet assertive. Mm -hmm. That's all. If with you do dedicated practice, due diligence, Mm -hmm. getting past certain guilts or certain expectations or pressures, which may not be correct for your rhythm, your pace and your head. I started small. I started at my house Launched the website October 4th of 2007. Landed the first account February 6, 2008. It was one seat, 50 hours. I was renting a turnkey station 
at a blended center. So I paid the overhead, I paid the salary and the benefit, and I made my margin, but it really wasn't glamorous, but I could scale. And I did that for a couple of years and built the capital to rent a place to build out 150 seats. Brand new? No, Allison. Second and third hand computers that are still working, but for a fraction of the cost. So I could scale that way. And then what, Richard? Well, six years later, I had enough capital to buy a building and put on a third floor with neon lights and marquees and a game room. And I have my my brick house. The wolf ain't blowing this one down. (laughs) And guess what? As grandma said, if you don't do it in cash, you don't do it at all. I don't have partners or a mortgage. This was old school, triple downing on myself. And so there's nothing that nothing motivates you more when you put it all on you. And so 40 hour, 80 hour weeks, what hour weeks, full weeks, <laughs> you know, I'm yeah. in this to win this. I'm, I'm going to pull a Chuck Wetner with Ali. I'm going 15 and I'll take my hits, mm-hmm. but here's the skinny. I, I was raised to go distance. I was raised by my family to at least be a straight shooter. And, and guess what, Allison? here, here's the last thing as well for your audience. And they're amazing. Think of themselves as a trunk. You had a richer trunk of a tree. In order for me to grow, especially being a guest in this country, I needed roots and I needed branches. So I needed IT directors, human resources directors, accountants, attorneys, supervisors, managers, people with 10 years experience. And that's where being humble, open-minded, leaders eating last, hearing everyone's opinion before making your suggestion, giving credit where credit is due and delegating your brains out and finding people to promote. But what about the guy that comes in that's 10 years in and a great salesman? Allison, this could be a jumper, a cancer, and possibly a a bad player. Why don't we take someone where we can mold them like a squire to a knight that has no bad habits, Uh is not a cancer, Uh and can grow with us. And so, that, my friend, that's my foundation yeah. that has given me 15 years in business. No, I love it. I love it because there's just, there's so many parallels to just how we can live our lives too, based on the story of how you created your company and built your business. I mean, what I heard was, is be humble, listen to other people. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Give credit where credit's due. Don't think that you're all alone treat people the same. But most importantly, I think my biggest takeaway is go all in on yourself and believe in yourself. And I think that's such a powerful message that people just need to hear every single day. How about you, my personal trainer friend? (laughs) Everyone sees you rocking it, right? At the beach, right on the summer, (laughs) we're always ready. But but no one ever saw the hours and hours and dedication and diet and mindset and and Allison walking in the gym to somebody else a colleague someone that is dedicated and saying excuse me how are you doing that exercise or do you have any suggestions for this there's no jealousy everyone's sharing everyone's yeah. spotting yeah. everyone's telling you to watch something or read something or eat something the best advice i got was from everybody not me yeah and um, we make it look easy but it's 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 really about um, that dedicated practice and putting in the time. And I don't know, maybe this million dollar dream happened. And do I make it look easy? I don't know. 
But all I know is the stars came in the line and I and I and I'm very gracious every day. Yeah. Moving abroad to Central America, meeting the girl of my dreams, having a business, really, and pinball machines. And what else? What else yeah. makes Richard happy today? Well, I'm on Allison's show. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, this is- well, it's just I think. I think to mentioning being grateful is so powerful because in a world where we focus on what's wrong and the complaints and what we don't want, you know, it's like when I talk to people, you know, and I hear them talk more about what they don't want. One of my, one of my first questions is tell me what you do want. Tell me what you dream about. Tell me what your perfect day would be like. Tell me, tell me what you want out of your life because that's what really matters right we have to acknowledge what's not going well but at the same time we can't give it too much airtime you know the old philosophy if you smell something funny after 10 stores look at your own shoe yeah. so we got to see if it's the person or it's the environment is it yeah. nature or nurture yeah and who are you and what are you doing and yeah. what are these decisions that you're making and so sometimes you need to be selfless and sometimes you need to be selfish mm-hmm. I should well, never self-care is never selfish because oh, if you don't friend. prioritize yourself there's no way you can do all the good in the world that you that we're all supposed we're all put on this planet to do listen I was expected to stay in the states and work at a family business <laughs> I didn't do that that barn door was open and I was gone. I was yonder. <laughs> so, yeah. And I never came back in a sense of living full time. I was still on my adventure and I was still loving life. Yeah. It's still a no, I it's love a it. I love uh-huh. it. This has been so fun. Where can people find you, Richard? Well, they can buy a first class plane ticket like you will and come visit me in Costa Rica. <laughs> Okay. We are just for your audience. We're north of Panama, south of Nicaragua, only democratic society in Central America, no standing army, 95% literacy rate, all that money go back into education, best infrastructure, most neutral English accent, companies such as Amazon, HP, Intel, Oracle are here, known for medical and, uh, you know, ecotourism. Plus, I'm here. <laughs> so that's my uh-huh. favorite. But I got a very, very large Facebook fan page, about 110,000 local Costa Rican ticos. And so when this goes live, my friend, you're going to have a ton of new fans. Oh, well, that's really, that's, that's so nice of you. But so your faith, tell me what was the name of your Facebook page? Costa Rica's call center. I just try to make it easy for you. (laughs) There we go. And tell your audience they can join post and have some fun. Absolutely. Oh, I love it. I love it. So awesome. Thank you so much today for making time and and for having you know this conversation. There are just so many pearls in what you shared that I think people can walk away with and really apply in their day-to-day lives as well as their business life. Well, I can't thank you enough, Allison. Love your show. You got the best energy and the best audience. And I really enjoyed my time with you today. I do have a great audience. And for that, I'm I'm extremely grateful. So So folks listening out there, if you want to connect with Richard, you can uh, find the link to his Facebook page in the show notes. You can do that. Learn about his game room, learn about what he does, learn more about his mission, and obviously connect with him if you're looking to go to Costa Rica, right? Um, Because as a lot of what we talked about in the underlying tones is, is, you know, we have to make time for play too. Um, And before I sign off, I just want to say thank you to all of you for all of your support of me, of my show, of my mission. 
We're heard all over the world. And I love the fact that every single week we can reach more and more people. If you have a friend or a colleague who you believe needs to hear this episode in particular, please feel free to share the link with them as a gift from me. And if you like, you can go to my website at www.theallisonk.com and send me a direct message. You can just connect with me there. Or you can go to one of my Facebook communities, Living Your Ultimate Life Through Fitness and Self-Care, and join up there, make some new friends, and um, have a community that really has your back um, and that can support you when you feel like you need it. This is Allison Kaskowski with The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. You're one step closer to living your ultimate life, so make it a good one. 